Welcome to the Real Health Real Talk podcast. My name is Ebony May. In this podcast, we discuss how you can achieve real health. I share my own experiences and interview some pretty amazing people. Three years ago, I was stuck in a vicious cycle of hating my body, bad dieting and having nowhere to turn. There is no one size fits all approach when it comes to health. So let's find what works for you. My passion and purpose in life is inspiring girls to feel good in and about their bodies. Now, if you're ready for some real talk, sit back and enjoy. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 4 of the Real Health Real Talk podcast. I really hope you've enjoyed the two interviews that I've done previously before this episode, but today is going to be just me and we are addressing the topic of what to do when you're starting your health journey but you don't feel supported by the people surrounding you. So this might be when you live in a share house with mates or you might be still living at home with your parents or your family or you might be living with your significant other. Either of these situations, they're really, really hard when you don't have support. So I'm going to talk about some of the things that I've done because I have lived with all of those situations and I've had to you know, make changes and modify things where I can to make it easier for me and make it feel like I've got more support. So let's start off with talking about family. If you're, let's say, because when I started on my health journey, I was 17. So I obviously wasn't doing the grocery shopping. I know some people do at 17, but I definitely wasn't. My mum was doing the grocery shopping. Now, in my particular situation, I was quite lucky because my parents were health conscious and they did get us really good foods. But obviously, when I really honed in and I wanted to really, really be eating quite clean, I wanted to sort of like venture out from what they were eating. But let's say that you don't, you're not as lucky as me and maybe your parents don't buy that many, that much great um, fresh produce or etc. All you have to do is ask. Like, yes, they can say no, but if you don't ask, you won't know. So just say mom or dad or whoever does the shopping, I'm really wanting to make more nutritious choices. Do you think that you could maybe get some more fruit and veg for my snacks or instead of if she's if your mum or your dad or whoever looks at your caretaker is doing the shopping for your school lunches or something and they're often getting you biscuits or cake just say do you think maybe instead of getting biscuits and cake that I could maybe have some uh, hummus some carrot sticks some fruit um and just approach it from that standpoint if you don't ask they're not just going to you know read your mind and bring home all these healthy options for you The other thing is that if they say no or that's too expensive, go shopping with them and show them that having buying fruits and vegetables is not super expensive. It really isn't. It gets talked about a lot and a lot of people say that I eat junk food or I eat um, processed foods because they're cheaper. It really doesn't add up because you're if you're just buying fruits and veg, I'm not saying that you have to get organic. Obviously, if you're 17, you probably don't have too many zeros in the bank. So I understand that you don't have to get organic. Just go with them to the supermarket and show them the changes that you would like to make. Another thing that I used to do, for example, if my parents, they were cooking lasagna or something really heavy that I didn't feel like eating, it's totally okay to eat those things. I'm not not shaming anyone who eats lasagna, but at that time in my life, I was really, really just wanting to make the most nutritious choices. So they would often have, for example, a lasagna and salad. So what I would do is I would maybe have some tuna or prepare just like some sort of like animal protein and I would have the salad on the side. Or if they had a meat pie and then they had on the side vegetables, I would eat the vegetables and then make something else for myself. You don't have to totally like say, I need the kitchen for an hour, I need to make my own food because that's where it can get a little bit disruptive. If your family or your parents are cooking dinner for you, you don't want to 
take that for granted and you don't want to seem ungrateful. So just take what you can, take the really nutritious parts of their dinner and then mix it up. Another thing you can do is substitute. So for example, when my parents would have spaghetti bolognese, I would get some zucchini, I'd do some zoodles and I would have that with the pasta. Now the pasta sauce isn't extremely clean, but having it with zucchini is a lot more nutritious than having it with just the pasta that we had. So there's a lot of things that you can do and I think that we often use it as an excuse. I know a lot of the girls in my friendship group when we would talk when we were in high school, like I can't wait to move out because I'm going to do the shopping and it's always going to be healthy. Why not start now? You know, you've got all these options. Another idea is that you could say to your mum and dad or whoever you live with, hey, do you mind if I cook dinner once a week? You can make this really nutritious dinner, make it taste really lovely and then they might actually think, wow, that tastes really good. And they might incorporate some more healthy foods um, into their lives. The thing is that people act out of habit. So you can't go in saying we need to change this and this and this. Just gradually introduce them to the idea and ease them into that. You can't, you can't expect them to go on a health journey with you. That would be great. And you can definitely ask them if they want to. Awesome. But people are stuck in their ways and they're going to react a lot better to you asking to make these changes that I've already addressed than saying we have to eat differently because they don't have to do anything. But it would be great if they were going to be supportive. And the other thing is just really being honest with them and saying, hey, guys, like, and this is for anyone. So if you're living with your significant other, your friends, your family, just say, hi, guys, I'm really trying to make more nutritious choices. Um, and I would really appreciate if you were supportive of that. Let's talk a little bit more about now if you're living with your significant other or you're living with friends. It can be really difficult. Say if you live with friends, I know a lot of people have cooking groups um, and they take turns cooking. If they're not wanting to make nutritious options, that's okay. But it, you, they have to respect for you to say, okay, like I don't expect you guys to change everything from me, but I'm going to be stepping out of the cooking group just because I want to make more nutritious choices. And if they get upset with that, then they can be upset with that. But, you know, big deal. It literally doesn't matter. Another thing when you live with friends, you might find that um, they get a little bit narky or a bit upset if, say, if you don't want to go out all the time. Obviously, if you're making more nutritious choices, you're probably not going to be going out drinking every Friday and Saturday. And that's something else you have to talk about. So you can talk to them and say, you know, guys, like, I'm not going to go out as much. Or this is something that gets so overlooked. I do it all the time. Go out but don't drink. Literally, it's not that hard. If you need alcohol to have a good time, that's something you need to work on because you should be able to have an amazing time without alcohol. And if your friends, if you're going out and your friends are saying you're lame because you're not drinking, just say, I'm here, I'm having a great time. And your negativity is actually bringing everything down, not the fact that I'm not drinking. So it's totally fine. Remember that that's an option to go somewhere and not drink alcohol. There's nobody forcing you to do it. So you can always say, I'm not going to go. Or if you still want to go, just go and don't drink or be wise with your drink choices. So maybe instead of having these really like sugary mixed drinks, maybe get like a gin and tonic and um, a bit of lime, maybe have a vodka, lime and soda water, or just have a few drinks and don't have as much. So there's lots of options around that. And I think a lot of people, um, again, it's a common excuse. Oh, okay. Like when I'm a little bit older and I'm not going out all the time, I'm going to, I'm going to make more nutritious choices. Let's start now. I'm not saying it has to be the be all and end all. I'm not saying that we're bodybuilders. We don't have to be tracking our macros, but we can always be making more nutritious choices. And if you do want to go out and if you do want to drink, do it. What we're going to talk about now is restriction. So I know a lot of programs, they say when you're starting on a health journey, go through your cupboard, throw everything out that isn't good. It doesn't matter. Everything has to go. There has to be no temptation. 
Now, obviously, if you live with your family or your significant other or your friends, the, <laughs> the food is not just yours. I can guarantee you that there would be a lot of upset if you just go down to the pantry and chuck everything that's bad into the bin. Like I said, your, your family or your friends or your significant other, you can't force them to make the change as well. So in a way, you have to sort of be able to live with those things that are, you know, being tempting. But this is where not restricting yourself comes in. So what I propose is that you, you know, you have healthier options. So when it comes to snacks, have a healthier option. But if you are in a phase or if you are in a place where you are just really wanting, let's say a Tim Tam, because I took one of my um, housemates Tim Tams the other night. If you're, if you're really craving a Tim Tam and you don't have it, and then the next day you're still craving a Tim Tam and you don't have it, that's when you're in danger of binging. And because you do have this stuff around the house, because like I said, you can't throw out your housemate's stuff, you will binge and you will just not be able to stop. Your taste buds will change and that's why I'm saying, you know, make some healthier snacks, have some alternatives. But if every now and again you feel like having a sweet treat, do it because you're going to have this constant temptation around the house, it's other people's food, and literally, you will binge if you don't satisfy yourself. So I'm not saying to have six Tim Tams every day when you feel like it. If you are tempted all the time, that's not okay. When you're tempted all the time, go for those healthier choices, have some water, blah, blah, blah. But if it's after dinner and you really want a snack, have a freaking snack. I know that it can be really, really hard when other people aren't on board your journey as well, but it's when you have to then come back to why you started the journey and reiterate the importance to you. So if somebody's making fun of you for, you know, not going out or if someone's making fun of you for eating a healthy dinner, P.S. I literally don't know why people do that. Like, why would someone make fun of someone for making a healthy choice? Like, I don't know, but people do. People do it to me all the time. If people are making fun of you or people aren't supporting you, you need to go back and realize, okay, well, why am I doing this? Why am I making more nutritious choices? The reason why is because I want to improve the state of my body. I want to thrive in my body. I want to care, love, and nourish my body. Then ask yourself, once you've reiterated why you're doing this, what is more important? Eating crap food so people don't make fun of me, or I don't have to worry about them not supporting my healthy choices, or living with that knowing that I am, I'm doing this for myself and that my why is stronger than their criticism or their lack of support. If you think that your why isn't strong enough, redefine it because you are nourishing your body, you are making these healthy choices and you deserve to thrive in your body when you're doing that. So just think about that. I'm so proud of you for making healthy choices and listening to this podcast because you're being proactive about it. You're not just sitting there thinking that you'll start when you live by yourself because let's, let's face it, when is there a time in our life when we're not living with somebody else? Like, it's, I don't think it's very often. I mean, some people do, but it's not really a common occurrence. So you're going to have to live with other people's opinions and other people's habits. And it's all about you. It is your time to be nutritious and help your body thrive. I really, really hope that this helped you. If you're on your health journey, let me know anything else you guys want me to cover. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you in the next one. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. If you liked this episode, feel free to go and leave me a podcast review. If you want to hear more from me, then pop over to Instagram and follow me at ebcoatsworth. Thank you so much for listening. And until the next episode, I wish you happiness and real health.